Hello, and welcome to the Unorthodox Banter Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help elicit the change in the lives of individuals by addressing and discussing areas that affect us mentally and emotionally, while encouraging you to start having some conversations that may seem unorthodox, but is necessary for the type of growth that you want to see in your life. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Unorthodox Banter Podcast. My name is Jumi Iola. I am happy to be sharing with you again today. Um, Today, I wanted us to focus on the topic pain and silence. Now, when I started preparing for this podcast, I really wanted to focus on silence, more so specifically because the, the previous episode, we talked about the benefits of therapy, and I wanted to really address, I guess, some of the dangers that can happen if we continue to maintain our silence. But I, I want to incorporate pain and the impact of pain and the significance of pain just so that we're able to put things into context. Now, as I was preparing, I started off by, you know, reading an article and the article focused on pain and how it is often neglected, unaddressed, and mismanaged. It's an article by Lulu Matthews. And one of the things that stuck out for me is how pain is often misunderstood, underdiagnosed, and undertreated. And not only that, but the difficulty that's present when trying to properly assess and treat pain. Doctors, for example, rely on patients to kind of come in with their symptoms and discuss their symptoms so that they can assess, okay, how is this impacting this individual and what treatment options will be next. However, if someone goes into a doctor's office and they just kind of sit there, not necessarily communicating to the doctor what pain they're in, what hurts, the level of pain then it makes it very difficult for that problem to really be treated and addressed. So it makes sense. And and I think one reason why this is a big thing is because we tend to feel as if we can take on more. Yeah, it hurts, but, you know, I'm strong. I got it. Um, man up strong black woman, whatever, whatever it is that we've heard before. And I think because of that, and because of the narrative that is often pushed, we often feel as if there's a badge of honor, if we're able to tolerate more, or if we're able to endure more. And just for today, I want to maybe presented in a different light just so that we can understand the significance of pain, the purpose that it plays in our lives, and then also how we can utilize these signals to to help us be better and to help us overcome some of these things that are causing us to struggle. So pain in itself is meant to be a signal. It is in place to allow us react and prevent further damage. And it can be short-term, it can be long-term, sometimes it can be isolated to one area, or it can radiate through a person's body. And, And we're talking about like physical pain, and sometimes even emotional pain, I would say. And the big thing to understand and to remember is that pain 
is ultimately there is to assist us in avoiding further physical harm. And obviously, you know, well, I don't, this is very relative, um, (laughs) but pain doesn't feel good. And again, I say this is very relative to me. (laughs) Pain doesn't feel good. So quite naturally, something that hurts, we tend to want to avoid it. But I think if we look at it from the perspective that this is a signal, this this thing is telling me that something is wrong and it's trying to get my attention so that I don't hurt any further, I feel that would really help us a lot in our interactions in those things that really do trigger us and those things that really do overwhelm us. Looking at it from the perspective, if you are dealing with tooth pain And it started creeping up gradually. And for about six months, you did nothing about it. And the pain was still kind of present. Sometimes it would go away. Sometimes it would come back. And another six months passed. Chances are the damage that would be done even to the nerves in your teeth might be irreversible just due to the fact that it was constantly deteriorating. And I believe that just like physical pain, there are things that affect us emotionally and psychologically that in itself also leave scars. And those pain points or those issues that now leave scars ultimately end up affecting us in other areas of our lives. They ultimately affect our relationships. They ultimately affect how we show up because either we are jaded, we are afraid of the abandonment, we are afraid of the loss of experiencing grief again. So in a sense, it kind of shapes us. Now, the thing is, if the pain was addressed And it's not saying addressing the pain when it gets really, really bad. But if the pain was addressed where, okay, you begin to notice something and it's making you pretty uncomfortable and we address the pain early on, the chances of that lasting impact that it'll have on you, it decreases because now we are paying attention to the signal that is being put in place for our protection. And we are now saying that, okay, I want to respond to what this thing is telling me. Now, when we talk about living with pain, oftentimes, either because we have been conditioned that there is strength in silence, or we come from the background where we were raised that whatever goes on in this home stays in this home. Don't talk about your business outside whatever whatever the reason is and however that looks like it ultimately is something that hinders us from actually exploring these these pain points because to a certain extent if you were if you've always been conditioned not to speak you're not just going to automatically decide that this is the right time for me to speak if you've already been conditioned that there's not help available for you out there, then you're not automatically going to just hit this boiling point where you're like, okay, I need help. If you've been conditioned that we can fix this all on our own or, you know, whatever happens, this family unit is going to take care of it. We continue to practice that. And as we continue to practice that, 
sometimes it, it does work where, you know, you're able to kind of deal with your stuff on your own. But then other times it might just get so overwhelming where we begin to suppress it. We begin to kind of either act like it doesn't exist or try to avoid the issue. And quite honestly, all we're doing is we're readjusting our perspective on the actual purpose of pain. And now that becomes very dangerous because when we no longer acknowledge this signal for what it is and we silence it and we avoid it, we miss so much. We miss so much. We miss so much out of life. We miss so much out of our experiences. We miss so much in our relationships. We miss so much when it comes to our goals because something keeps happening. And the reality is, even though we ignore it, it doesn't mean it's going to go away. I cannot count how many times I do a consultation with someone and they're like, I don't know what I want to talk about. Uh, Maybe they're like very vague about what's going on. They're just like, I just know I need to, to talk to somebody. And I'm like, okay. And they come into the session and we meet and they can't stop talking. And I typically describe it like just this force of water that's just kind of coming out. And I explained to them that this was all of the stuff that was inside of you. Yes, it doesn't make sense to you. Yes, you're jumping from topic to topic. But the reality is all of this stuff that you're bringing up is stuff that you've been dealing with and you've not addressed. So now it's hit a point and it's all pouring out and you even don't feel like you have control over it. But when we're able to be open and be honest with ourselves and we're able to acknowledge situations for what they truly are, it readjusts everything because now we can actually deal with the problem. Everything that we've been doing up until that point where we acknowledge that, okay, this is a problem, this is painful, this hurts, this experience that I have is is impacting me, it is making it uncomfortable for me to do some of the things that I need to do. Everything up until that point, we've just been going in a circle. But then when we get to that place where it's acknowledged, and we kind of and, and we and we call it for what it is, it allows us to strategize. So going back to that analogy with the doctor's office, when you now come into the doctor's office and he says, okay, well, what's wrong? And now you are able to read off your symptoms. At that point, he's able to say, okay, well, you know, based on the information that you're giving me, this is what I see the problem to be. And if this is the problem, this is a solution. So if we do that for physical pain. Why don't we think that we need to do that for emotional pain, for psychological pain? You are all one, like your system is all one. So the physical pain that you feel in the body and the mental pain that you feel in your mind, it's all still in the same individual. It's just in different aspects, just different labels, different areas, but it's all part of you. So when we talk about silence, And the impact that silence has on us, even if we've been conditioned to believe that there's strength in silence. And like I said, while that can be true, I think it's also important to assess the impact that the silence is having on you. 
and the purpose behind your silence. So are you keeping silent because that's how you were raised? Have you been conditioned to handle your pain in your own way or in a certain way? Have past disappointments left you mistrusting of others where maybe the pain of the disappointment from another person kind of feels worse than the pain of actually talking to someone new? I think at the end of the day, whatever it is, we we have to get to a place where we explore the purpose behind our choice. So this is not to say, you know, break out of your norm altogether and just go about telling people your business. No, we want to be wise. You know, we want to be very intentional, right? But this does mean that sometimes my way of handling it just might not be the best way. And sometimes, even though it's uncomfortable for me, I need to express it. I don't need to hold it in. I don't need to bottle it in. And until we have that purpose, that defined purpose for this silence that we're living in, and honestly, it can be silence in a number of areas. It can be silence in your past abuse. It could be silence in the death of a loved one. It could be silence in the maltreatment, you know, at church or at a, with a coworker. We're so, we're silent in so many different ways. And it's, it's important for us to, to assess like, why am I keeping quiet? And if the reason that I'm keeping quiet and more oftentimes it probably is, if the reason that I'm keeping quiet is for this other person, for everyone but me, at that point, all I'll say is you're not at a place where you're even acknowledging you. Because if your first thought is this other person and you're instantly invalidating your pain and your experience, then that says that quite naturally, you're probably always putting yourself at the back burner. The reality is we cannot always do it all on our own. And we are relational beings created to be present and to be interactive with others. And the same way that you might be a problem solver for others, there are other people who have purposefully and strategically been placed to be your helper. There's a quote by Shabazz Muhammad, and it says, closed mouths don't get fed. And to me, this simply means that if you don't ask for what you need, you'll never be able to receive. You won't be able to get what you want. So think about what your goal is. Is your goal healing? If it is, then we need to begin to incorporate the steps that will promote our healing. Again, you will never go to the doctor's office and just sit there and not tell him why you're there. You won't do that. And if you do that, this physician can't help you. So the same way that physically we have to speak up when we're experiencing discomfort, we have to speak up when we are in pain. It's also important for us to speak up in these moments when there's that emotional pain. Even if it's from your past and you feel like, oh, I've gotten over it. Maybe you have and maybe you haven't. Half of the people that I speak with, by the time we really get down to what the problem is, it's about stuff that happened in their childhood. 
So just because you feel that it's in the past and that you have to let it go and that it's not important to address the impact on you, it doesn't mean that that's true. So if I were to leave you with anything today, it would be to acknowledge your pain points. And if you are accustomed to living in silence and to just dealing with yourself on your own and struggling to make it from day to day, it doesn't have to be that way. And even if it's something that you're not struggling with on a daily basis, it doesn't have to be that way. It's, it's time that we come back around to where we begin to acknowledge ourselves and honor ourselves and show ourselves respect. And sometimes that means doing the uncomfortable. So if we want to practically apply this, I want you to try and identify what some of the pain signals that you personally experience are. What are these things that kind of continually come up? And with it being on a continuum, because again, this is going to be so relative, you feel it. You, you feel it, you experience it, whether you shut it down or whether you address it. You, I, I'm, I'm not even there. It's just more so you feel it. What are they? I want you to identify some of your pain symptoms some of your emotional pain symptoms. Do you even know when you are in emotional pain or have you become so accustomed to avoiding it and suppressing it that it's a normal thing? What are your pain signals? How do you know when you're in pain? How do you know when something is distressing you emotionally? Acknowledge that. Maybe take some notes on that. And then if you are the type to live in silence, I want you to put purpose behind that as well. Where is the silence coming from? Why do I choose silence? Are there moments where I am silent, but I should be speaking? Are there moments where I am silent and I want to speak, but I just feel like I can't speak? I want you to do a self-assessment. And based on what you get, I want you to now analyze if you've been showing yourself the respect that you need or if we need to make some changes. And if we need to make some changes, that is a-okay because we can do that. <laughs> you, you definitely have the ability to do that. So I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening in again. If it has been helpful, please share it. And I wish you guys nothing but the best. Have an amazing rest of the day. And thank you for listening to the Unorthodox Banter Podcast.